of 12 Days of Sleepyhead Stories. Yes, guys, welcome to 12 Days of Sleepyhead Stories. Hi, everyone. Today, we are reading a special book called Plum, and it's all about how the Sugar Plum Fairy got her wings. And it's interesting we're reading this because just yesterday we went to see the ballet uh, called The Nutcracker, which has the Sugar Plum Fairy in it. Do you remember which character the Sugar Plum Fairy was? You do? Yeah? Yes. Yes? You don't want to talk? No. Okay. Conchetta doesn't want to talk today. So yeah, so this is all about how the Sugar Plum Fairy got her wings and became the Sugar Plum Fairy. Okay? And it's written by a famous actor called Sean Hayes. He is an actor on the show Will and Grace and also Scott Eisnagel. And the illustrations are by Robin Thompson. Okay. At Mary Fitzgerald Orphanage, Plum was often called the scrappiest, also the loneliest, but definitely the shortest. Plum is only as tall as my thumb, Val would tease, and the rest of the children would always laugh. Plum dreamed of a family to love who would love her back. Wishing and waiting can sometimes feel lonely, but she wouldn't stay glum. A bit of parchment, a few pieces of string, some old fabric, and voila! I'll call you Dottie, Plum said. My best friend. Your only friend, snickered Val. The adventure that truly changed Plum's life began on Christmas Eve. The children were decorating the tree while waiting for the post office to bring the presents donated by the town. But there was a terrible blizzard. Can anything be delivered in all this snow? Director Griddle worried. Not unless it's a shovel, said Plum. With heavy hearts, the children finished trimming the tree. There'd be no presents. Plum had to find a way to help. Just then, Rugs, the house dog, spotted a mouse. There was a dash and a horrible crash and a terrible fall. How awful! What clumsy plumsy just did, Val pointed. All eyes turned to Plum. She knew it was wrong to tell a lie, but she also knew it was far worse to get a good dog in trouble, especially at Christmas. It's my fault, she said, and she bowed her head. I'm the only one, I'm the one to be sent to bed. Truthfully, Plum was glad to have the time alone. How else could she think up a plan to save Christmas morning? The children needed presents, and Dottie had given Plum the perfect idea. She worked for hours and hours, and when she finally finished, Plum put her gifts under all the kids' pillows, even Val's. When she returned to bed, Plum closed her eyes and whispered the wish she wished every year. Oh, Christmas stars on Christmas trees, guide us to our families. All of a sudden, there was a scatter and a scuffle below. With Dottie in her hands, Plum tiptoed down the stairs. 
there was Mr. Drosselmeyer, a mysterious magician who on occasion came to the orphanage to do amazing tricks. He gave a quick wink before slipping away. He left a small something behind. That's just like the Mr. Drosselmeyer in mm. the Nutcracker, right? Air Drosselmeyer, <laughs> actually. Look, Dottie, she whispered, my very own present. But what could it be? Plum carefully examined the tiny package, a sweet scent filling her nose. The nuzzle cake inside was strange and sticky, her stomach growling. Plum ate it up in one gulp. Gulp! Suddenly, the room started to twirl and swirl, and Plum couldn't help but giggle. The giggles turned into laughter, the laughter into hiccups, the hiccups into burps, and the burps grew into one big belch, and poof! Her ratty nightgown was transformed. A magic pontoon filled the room. Plum and Dottie climbed aboard, and... Whoosh! They crashed through the front door and into a world made entirely of candy. They raced through fudget trees that had bark of glistening chocolate. They zipped past a row of polylops and made a sharp turn past the twinkle tarts. Even my dreams aren't this exciting, she cheered. The ride bounced to a stop beside two fairies who looked very dour. The land of sweets is turning sour, Marazita explained. We can't even eat the gummy grass, said Buzz. And things taste worse the closer you get to the castle. Maybe we can fix it, said Plum. Afraid not, said Buzz. We're headed to the village to see if there's any sweets left. Then we better hurry, Plum said. Hop on. Marazita and Buzz just stared at her, confused, not knowing what to do. See, the way it works is we go to the village... The village doesn't come to us, Plum said with a wink. They zipped through the land of sweets until they came face to face with the giant sugar dune. Let's get a move on, said Plum. They charged up, up, up the hill until Buzz and Marazita took a spill. Help, 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 they cried. The only way Plum could save her new friends was to let her pontoon slide away. Thank you, Plum, said Marazita. I thought we were done for. Now we'll never get to the village in time, Buzz added. But Plum wouldn't stay glum. Follow me. When they finally arrived in the village, they saw that shop after shop was shuttered. We're too late, said Buzz. But, started Plum. It was no use. Her friends were already waving a sad goodbye. Plum tried to smile at a passerby, but their expressions were cold and bitter. How could such a beautiful place turn so ugly? She saw a man sitting alone on a bench outside of Cricket's cookie shop. People walked past, ignoring him. See him there? I'm Plum, she said. Is there anything I can do to help? The man didn't look up. I'm afraid not, child. You see, our daughter was taken by the Lord above. It's been many years, but I'm afraid life has lost its sweetness. Plum thought about all those Christmases at the orphanage feeling so alone. 
All those years, she wished for a family, and then she had an idea. Plum held Dottie out for the first time. Here, she said, this is my best friend from the orphanage. She doesn't say much, but she has a lot of love to give. The man was surprised. If you have no family, how come you're giving her to me? No one deserves to be lonely at Christmas. The man smiled. Thank you, Plum. You are as sweet as sugar. Do you know who I am? I just got here. I don't know who anyone is. I am King Christopher of the Land of the Sweets. And then he asked, how would you like to be a part of my family? King Patrick and I have miss and I have missed our daughter in our lives. Plum's eyes filled with happy tears. Just then, an older fairy burst out of Costanza's confession, shouting, I've just tasted the polylops and they're amazing. The twinkle tarts too, I can't believe it. Almost at once, the cloudy gray sky began to brighten. The people of the land of sweets looked up and around and beamed. King Christopher and Plum raced to the castle to share their news with King Patrick. Later in the square outside the castle, King Christopher bellowed, Plum has been proven to have the purest of hearts, and we have adopted her as our daughter. Plum and the two kings hugged once more, this time as a family. They hugged so tightly that Plum started to giggle. The giggles turned into laughter, the laughter into hiccups, and the hiccups into burps. And the burps grew into one big belch, and poof! Plum sprouted sparkling wings on her back. They fluttered to life, lifting Plum straight up. The people cheered as she flew through the air in huge circles. Marzita pointed to Plum. Look, she's a fairy just like us. And from that moment on, Plum was known across the land as the Sugar Plum Fairy, the magical girl who gave their kingdom from going who saved their kingdom from going sour with her sweet heart. That night, after being tucked in by her fathers, the sugar plum fairy had one final blissful thought. She felt so much in love that she vowed to make every child who still lived at Mary Fitzgerald Orphanage that they wouldn't stay glum. Even Val. The end. There you go. That's how the sugar plum fairy... Oh, she's sleeping. That's how the sugar plum fairy got her wings. Okay, guys. Have a good night. Goodbye. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. We have so much fun creating this podcast, and we couldn't do it without your support and positivity. So thanks again. We are now available on all major streaming podcast platforms, making it easier for you to listen to your sleepyhead stories. And we also have an Instagram page. Check us out at Sleepyhead Stories, where we post a photo of every book we read. If you're listening to us here on the Anchor app, you can favorite this podcast or leave us some applause or even leave us a message that we may post on a future show. You could even suggest a book that you'd like to hear. And finally, we've added a button on our anchor page called support this podcast. 
This just gives you the ability to leave a small monthly donation if you feel to do so, and those funds would go toward the purchase of books for future episodes or other preschool material that would help our little preschooler along her way. But again, we don't expect it, but we sure would appreciate it. So thank you guys so much. We wish you the best day or the best night, and we'll see you in the next episode.